So, I haven't had a chance to really talk about this, but it seems there is a new term going around for adults that like to go out and collect toys, if you will, collectibles, as we call them. And that new term, apparently, according to the media, is kidult. Yeah, basically taking the words of kids and adults and making it into one. But what's surprising to a lot of folks is now all of a sudden, everybody, you know, in the media, the news media, if you will, as I just check, make sure I have the mic on, but everybody in the news media is reporting on it as if the, it's a big surprise to them. Like, oh my gosh, this is something that I've never seen before happening. Well, guess what? It has been happening. And it's been happening for a long, long time. And I think the reason being, and a lot of articles that have responded to this, and even those that have done videos and podcasts on this, pretty much have said the same thing. Nowadays, there's a lot of kids that are more focused on their gaming, the online gaming, or the card collecting and all that, than, you know, just playing with toys. It's like, oh good, we got a new toy for Christmas, or for my birthday, and after they play with it for just a bit, they're done. You know, they don't play with it anymore. Or... If they play with it so much, so much, depending on how old they are, they'll break it before they even had to have it for a year. And believe me, as a kid growing up in the 80s, yeah, I've kind of done that a couple of times. There's no doubt about that. But the point being, you know, kids nowadays are more focused on the on, on the gaming aspect, whether it's video games, you know, um, on the on the PCs, the consoles, or or card games like Pokemon, Magic, or Yu-Gi-Oh. And, like I said, when it comes to toys, they'll be glad to get it, might play with it a little bit, but then that's it. They don't do anything else with it. You know, they might just decide, oh, I'm going to give it away when I get older. Or, you know, or basically they'll just shove it in the closet and forget about it until like, a couple of years later. It's like, oh, man, I forgot I had this. Oh, well, I'll just give it to my two-year-old, three-year-old niece or nephew. And then watch them destroy it within moments. It... You know, it's one of those situations to where when people respond to the news outlets being surprised by, you know, adults, you know, going out and buying these things, you know, it's a fact that a lot of the people that are responding, you know, are trying to tell them, yeah, it's because we as adults, we kid adults, as you call us, value these things more than kids. I mean, my room, as you've seen during various room tours, is a prime, vast example of that. And what I just showed you in my Christmas haul uh, video is another prime example of that. You know, yeah, if I take them out of the box, it's only to display them, not play with them. You know, and that's it. Because unlike when we were kids, and even kids nowadays, we see the value in something like that. We see value. I mean, I just saw a picture in one of the Transformer Facebook group pages yesterday where two kids, twin boys got the first Titans. One was Trypticon Titan, and the other was, I think, Fort Max. The same Fort Max I have. And we all know that unless their father or their mom taught them the value of, you know, how, you know, um, not just how expensive these were to get them, but the value of trying to keep them intact, keep everything together, you could pretty much tell that those kids are going to do battles maybe with them, and maybe within the next several months, they're going to lose all the parts. And that's a shame. 
I mean, when I got Fort Max, yeah, he didn't come with a lot of parts. He just came as he is. And I still have the box, you know, in the garage with the stickers and everything. I even applied the stickers because I'm keeping him the way he is. Same with Metroplex. You know, so hopefully the parent taught them the value of how much that, you know, you know, collecting is going to be, if you will. You know, or not collectively, but how valuable these are going to be. But again, that's why we kid adults, as they call us, you know, we come into the, we come into focus. We kind of cover that, um, that area because we know from our experiences as kids that if you don't keep something in pristine condition, it's not going to be worth anything anymore. In fact, it's not going to be worth handing down to maybe another generation. And, you know, nowadays we see the fact that, hey, you know, we grew up at that time. We're now working for the companies that, you know, we had toys that created these toys that we had at one time. You know, now it's our turn to kind of get the message across that, hey, you know, these toys are to be valued. They're to, the, the, they are meant to be valued and not messed with. I mean, for example, like I said, you know, you take a look at something like, let's say, with the the Optimus Prime I just showed you. Yeah, it's not the one. It's not the one that's, I think, voice command and automatically animate more articulate and all that, and it's aimed more eight and plus. But the point, but the fact of the matter is, the fact of the matter is, you know, I could take it out and display it, but that's about it because I know the value of the thing. I know the value of it. As a matter of fact, I have something right here. I'm going to bring it out right now. This is a She-Ra. This is by Super 7. It's one of the companies that do these re-releases of classic, to classic toys. And it shows you everything, you know, what you could do, like articulation and all that. But look what it says on the top there. It says Adult Collector. And when you start seeing a lot of things, a lot of toys nowadays coming out and saying, you know, at the bottom, or at the top of the bottom of a figure that it's for adult collectors. It's because it's being created, re-released, -re remolded, and all that by those that grew up with those same kind of toys that they're replicating for re-release. And they're basically learning from the, the experience of, hey, you give this toy to another kid, they might break it, you don't want that to happen. I mean, Sean McLean, Zara Nizerak, uh, you know, did a video long ago when he talked about he was he talked about being a longtime Transformers fan. You know, this is about a decade or so ago uh, when I started following him, and he mentioned that one time he was playing with a friend, and a friend had another friend or a cousin over, and the cousin was playing with his Shockwave, his original G1 Shockwave, and within moments, Shockwave got broken. And he's never forgotten about that. And he even sarcastically said, Me, man? Oh, it's just, you know, me, man? You know, 12 years later? Oh, it's just a toy, <laughs> you know? But even, even looking back now, and I think even then, he realized the value of toys. Because I think when you got to a certain age and you were still playing with them back in the 80s and 90s, you know, you were a little bit more careful. You know, you were a little bit more careful with, you know, um, with the toys that you had. And for me, I had a lot of toys. Unfortunately, of course, like I said, being a kid, they didn't last long. I think either because they got broken or they got gave away or something like that. But the thing is, I had a lot of toys. 
And being an adult, I've been able to reacquire some of those original toys. Not the same ones I've had personally, but, you know, I've been able to reacquire them so that, you know, down the line when I have an opportunity, I can piece them together and, you know, display them. Like, like I showed you one time in a video, I got the Voltron racetrack with the lions, the red and yellow lions. And I had that as a kid. And I knew, well, I want to get it back someday. How do I get it back? And the opportunity presented itself, and I got it. You see, you know, you see, the thing is, nowadays, I've grown up to the point that I appreciate the value of what I had more so than I did back then. I mean, look behind me. I got Power Master Optimus Prime. Not the same Power Master I had as a kid, but still, it's the, it's the same figure. Not the figure I had, but basically it's the same figure. And now I understand the value of it because, yeah, I brought, I brought it out a couple of times to display it, talk about it, review it, you know, tell stories about, you know, when I had it. But that there, but now I just have it like there because I know the value of it. I know the value of it, you know, having something original from the original era. Same with, you know, a lot of the G1, even with the reissues of G1, I don't mess too much with them because of the fact that I know the value of them. I mean, you look behind me, I have Perceptor there, but in the closet, I have an original G1 Perceptor without the telescope, without his gun, I think. And I have him because I know the prestigeness. You know, even in very, mid, very not-so-mint condition, the original Perceptor is. And when eBay or anybody else opens the doors and says, hey, look what we got for you to buy, of course I'm going to try to buy it, you know, if I have the opportunity. You know, I have, let me see here. This is the original mass toy. I got this off eBay. This is the original mass toy. See, this is the original mass toy here. It's supposed to pop up with both of them. I don't know why it's not doing that. Like the back still works, but then you have to lift up the, the other side. But this is the original mass toy. And I remember having a couple of mass toys as a kid, and this was one of them along with the truck. Trying to readjust it. So that was one of them along with the truck. You see, you see, if we have the opportunity and we know other people that grew up in the 80s like us that have these toys that are trying to, you know, sell them off, you know, even with missing parts or all, all basically everything together, it's because they know that, hey, they have no use for them anymore or they have family, young kids, they don't want them getting into it. And they're like, well, we can hand it off to somebody else that we know is going to probably take care of it or at least value it, you know, just as much as we did, if not more. And I look at that. I look at, like I said, the Voltron racetrack. That guy, look at this. Even though it's not, you know, technically a toy. Hold on for a sec. I'll show you, you know, part of it anyway. Even though it's technically not a toy, even the original G1 Transformers Thermos and Lunch 
uh, box that I have, you know, you know, somebody gave away because when I gave away, we were selling on eBay because they couldn't, you know, use it anymore, and probably they had kids that didn't want to get their grubby, get their hands on it, and probably wreck it more than what it was. And I bought it, and I said, I'll take it because I used to have that, and I want to have it again. You see, you know, for the you see for the news media to come out and say they are shocked that adults have been you know, adults are collecting toys, you know, more so than you know kids, you know, for them to come out and finally, I guess, publicly acknowledge, you know, that there is, you know, a group of people out there more so than you know, I think they could imagine doing this. Like I said earlier, it shouldn't be that much of a surprise. You know, just because it's Christmas, you know, the Christmas season, the holiday season, it shouldn't be that much of a surprise because, like I mentioned earlier, and, and, and other people have mentioned in their videos and their responses and in their articles, this has been going on for years. It has been. That's why even with, now, even with the toys nowadays and everything, like the plushes I have back here and everything, you know, and hanging on the wall, it's, you know, even with the toys nowadays or in the past decade or so, they're getting bought up more so by us adult collectors, us kid adults, if you will. Because we know that, yes, they are meant for little kids, but we also know those little kids are not going to value them, you know, like we do. They're not going to see the worth that they have like we do. Like, yes, some of the figures might get dusty, but they'll be easily, but they're easily cleaned up and everything. Fine. And, you know, not fine, but that's fine and everything. But the point is, we value it more. You know, we value it more. That's why sometimes you'll see people buy two of the same toy. One for themselves and one for the kid. That way they know, okay, the kid's going to play with that and that's probably going to be, you know, <laughs> not the same within a month or two or whatever, depending on how well they take care of it or how much they play with it. But you as an adult know from your previous experiences as a kid that you cannot let the same thing happen, you know, ever again in... Uh, to to what you have, so you decide. Okay, you can have that one. I'll keep this one. Not just you know, not for a backup or anything. You know, like I do with my Sonic Set AM DVD set. But you keep it because you want to value. You value it's the worth it's going to have in the future. You value its worth. I mean, you take a look at a lot of these uh, Funko figures. You know that they've been bringing out and everything of, you know, like Cadence and Luna, and everything and you know, in Celestia, or even the Guardians of Harmony figures, I want you to take a look at how those figures are displayed. Or, you know, displayed, but are molded and displayed and everything. They're done mostly for adult collectors. I mean, look behind here. Look here. You have the Equestria Girls, along with the Pony Personas, of Applejack, Twilight, and Sunset. Do you think those are meant for kids? No. Those are meant for the adult collectors. Same with the Dark Magician Girl. Okay? And then you take a look at the back over here. I don't know if you can see it. The big Twilight I have. You would say, oh, that's meant for kids because she talks. Yeah, it is. But, do you think if a kid got a hold of that, it would be, you know, in the condition that it is right now, that it would still be working like it is right now? No. A kid would basically break it. It would basically break it, depending on what kind of a you know what age kid gets it. We said, now I'll I'll t let me take that back. There are kids that would take care of it. You know, kids maybe like eight, ten years old, something like that. They would take care of it. Six at the earliest. But if you gave that to a kid, 
that's between three and five, kiss it goodbye. Kiss the 60, 70 bucks you bought for that, you put out for that Twilight, goodbye. Even if you put in the tag, it's from you know who. You know, not you specifically, but you know who, who wears a red suit. Even if you did that, kiss that goodbye. Kiss that goodbye. You know, I have a Twilight over here. It's the Rainbow Wings Twilight. Okay, because that was for um, Rainbow Road Trip. They were bringing that out. It's still in its box. And if a kid between the ages of three and five, maybe six, got a hold of that, kiss it, kiss it goodbye. Kiss parts of it goodbye and all that, it'd be dead. But you have an adult collector like myself, a kid adult, go out and buy it. It's going to either be on display in a jewel, in a glass case or in a case period, in a full-on glass display case, like the see-through kind, or basically a case period or on shelves, like what I've shown you before here in my room tours. Basically, you know, you will see it displayed and not be used as much. The only time someone like miss myself or a Sean McLean of Zara Knight, you know, of Multimedia Chronicles, or a Michael Mercy of the 80s Toy Museum would even talk about them or touch them is to review them, you know, is to do an overview of them, to review them, you know, maybe even show that, you know, third-party companies have come up with these uh, third-party add-ons or whatever. That's the only time you would ever see anybody like us touch them, if you will, because we know the value of what that toy brings right now and what it will bring in the future. The same with the play sets. That's why when you see people put these these play sets up, take the time with it and to put all the figures around it or on it, you know, yeah, if they have to move, it's going to be hard. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, a job to take it all down and everything. But the reason they keep it as is is because they know that if they don't have to go anywhere for quite some time, that is going to be a display hey, for years, you know, for years to come in the future. That's going to be something that, you know, if you decide, okay, I'm going to go into another room, that's going to be my main room, and then this is going to be my collector's room and all that, it'll be like your centerpiece. It'll be your main piece, if you will. Why do you think Hasbro Pulse came out and said, hey, we got this idea to do a full-on big old Titan, probably the biggest Transformer of all, Titans Returns, um, Unicron. Why do you think they did that? Do you think they did it for kids to play with? No. They did it for the adult collectors. That's why they did it. And that is why the news media, you know, is, is you know, the way they're acting about it, is so surprised about, you know, adults, you know, buying up toys. Even the toys of today or going online and buying up toys of yesteryear. Because they're starting to realize Oh, the reason they buy the reason they buy them is they value them more. The reason you know they look for them, you know, from you know their own childhood and buy them if they're in any kind of good condition or condition that they can restore, or in a condition that they can be restored from, is because they value them. It's all about the value. Again, I have stuff up here like I have, you know, from just toys, the stretching Dale from Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I have April with the orange boots and all that from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The original Phoenix figure from the X-Men run. And the original Rogue figure. It's because of the fact that I value them more. 
kid adults, adults basically value them more. You know, and when we value them more, it's mainly because of the fact that we're not going to, you know, sit at our table and go boom, 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 you know that. No. We put them there, we put them on display to show the fact that not only we, not only are we fans of those particular uh, characters and franchise, but it's because of the fact that we want to showcase that this resembles or represents what we grew up on. Even if it's a new generation, it represents what we grew up on. Or if it's a reissue of the classic toys and figures and sets that we had back in the 80s and 90s and 70s, we do it because it shows what we were part of, what was part of our childhood. And that, again, as I mentioned earlier, what we've now learned in the past 30, 40, 50 years, and that is the value that these toys bring. It is the value that they bring to the table. I mean, nowadays you have people even, you know, craft, using talents that they have to craft, uh, not craft, but craft. You know, you have people nowadays that have talents to craft replicas, even if for, for cosplay or whatever, replicas of some of the figure, of some of the, let's say, weaponry or figures or, you know, um, accessories that, you know, attachments and all that to make them feel to give you somewhat like a like a lifelike real life version of what you saw as a kid and everything or basically create something that you never had as a kid I mean as I've shown you many times before and I'll bring it out right now hopefully with no issue oh there goes this empty soda can but anyway with no issue my Thundercat sword Somebody crafted this. And they put effort into it to where when you touch the button right here, it lights up. They put a lot of effort into this thing, and it's got a lot of heft to it. Yeah, it, it didn't help that the thing got broken here when I ripped through it because I didn't get the nozzle off and everything. That was my fault. But still. It came with a little display, a little display stand and everything. But this thing is something you never would have gotten back as a kid. And that's why we kid dolls, you know, do what we do. You know, because... We... As I try to readjust this again. We... Kid adults know the value of things like that. Even if it's something that we grew up, even if it's something that we're crafting ourselves nowadays because we know we've never had that before and we would like to have it today. It's because we understand the value. You know, we accept the fact that, you know, these things are going to be, these things that we had as kids and kids are having nowadays if taken care of very well, will be worth money in the future. Or, when the day comes that we pass on, you know, you know, kid, you know, the, you know, the future generations in our family can look back and see stuff like this or hear stories about it and learn from it. They can learn from it. But again, it also goes back to the fact that, you know, nowadays kids are more invested in the online gaming PCs, consoles, and card gaming, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic, Digimon, Pokemon, 
the more invested in that than toy than playing with toys or collecting toys. Because as soon as they get toys, it's like, oh yeah, we'll play with it a little bit, and then they disregard it, and then what? You know, it it gets found by maybe a younger cousin or a younger sibling who doesn't understand, and then next thing you know, that toy is in pieces. Just saying. But to me, when I see the news outlets being shocked at the fact that oh my God, there are adults that collect toys, these kid adults that are out there. It shouldn't be that much of a shock because it's something that, like I said, myself and others have said anyway, it's been going on for years. And it's going to continue to go. It's going to continue to go and it's going to continue to grow, I should say. Because we understand the value of these toys of today and the toys that we try to acquire from yesteryear, you know, from our childhood of the available, we now understand the value of keeping them in good condition. And by keeping them in good condition, we know that you know, even if, you know, we pass on, you know, the message will get across that if you need financially money to help out, sell these things, you'll be surprised how much money you'll get from it. But yeah, I think, I think news outlets and all that have to understand nowadays that we kid, that we kid adults, you know, we are indeed... And, I, and, they've, and they have reported it because, it, again, it's part of what surprised them. We are definitely going to be, for years to come, decades to come, the main income source for these toys. That's why you see Hasbro. That's why you see Mattel. That's why you see Jack Specifics and Jade and all of them. You know, basically cornering the market now for the adult collectors more so than the kids. Because those that work at those companies that create these toys, whether re-releases of the classic ones they grew up on or not, they now understand the value of the toys more so than any, more so than they did back when they were kids, more so than some of the kids nowadays would. So that's why the adult market, the kid adult market, the kid adult market, is going to be thriving for these toy companies for years. It's going to help thrive these story companies for years and years to come. But yeah, but for the but yeah, in closing, for them to be surprised by this, they shouldn't be, because it's been happening for a long time. But let me know what your thoughts are, guys. How do you feel about you know the news outlets coming out in the past week or two, you know, acknowledging the existence of the kid adult collectors? How do you feel about it? And I will talk to y'all later.